1: Welcome welcome. Hello. Good night. How are you? And welcome to the Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Happy National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. And so you have me. Shaban <laughs> here with to my left, we have the intern not in jail cuz G is not on the show. Pablo, how does it feel <laughs> to be a free man?
2: It's it's great, man. Thank you thank <laughs> you Chad for all the for all the commentary, all the free yes. calls I got. Chad was great.
1: very Pablo. <laughs> And to my left, I guess, looking at the screen to my right. Hello, Jackulous. Welcome back. Love you. Miss having you on. How are you?
3: I'm good. I'm back. Just like the Miami Heat.
1: Oh, so back. Love that. So um, back.
3: Only a little <laughs> bit back.
1: Kind of back. I'll like, be
3: gone tomorrow. Yeah, I'm
1: here, but I'm not here here. Like, don't count on pencil me in.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Jack, haven't had you on in a while. Um, Kind of, you know, wanting to get your thoughts on a few things and talk about tonight's game. So one of the biggest things for me over the course of the last, um, you know, chunk of game, and maybe I have a little bit of a time stamp and even one before to where, you know, some tweaks kind of have been made. But how have you felt about the recent lineup adjustments? Have you noticed any of the recent lineup adjustments? Um, What are your pros and cons about them just – how have you felt about the rotations we saw tonight? And, um, you know, kind of, like I said, a little bit that we've seen over the course of the last couple of games.
3: Yeah, I, I thought the rotations were interesting. And I, I I guess Bam getting into pretty early foul trouble changes mm-hmm. the math on some things.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, beyond that, I'm just always interested to see Some of the lineups they're using Terry in, you know, Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't have thought they were super willing to do like Terry, Tyler, and then neither Jimmy nor Bam. Mm -hmm. Those are interesting. And I don't know if those work, but it's kind of a weird night because Tyler was really good. And Terry was kind of all over the place. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't really have a hard judgment on that kind of thing. It's just... Interesting because the jury's still very much out on Terry, and I really like don't know what to make of the last stretch. But I'm somewhat encouraged, and like I'm encouraged that they're that they have three players playing well at the same time, and
0: that Mm -hmm. allows
3: them to mess with the lineups a little bit because you know on a night where you have like Jimmy and Bam playing well and no Tyler. You're having like long periods of just huge offensive lulls, and it's nice to see him do well, especially with them off the court.
1: Yeah, Pablo, how did you feel about tonight? We've talked a little bit, you know, yesterday about some of the the lineup changes. What did you think about tonight?
2: I think that, um, like, starting with Terry, he's still he's still looking for his role on offense. Yeah, he I think he's shot bad, but he still brings he still impacts the game. When he's out mm-hmm. there with them, Hero, he, he, Hero has been playing great. And then br- bringing in like Caleb starting has given the team a, a different dynamic. It's something we've mm-hmm. seen before, like when, when Haywood doesn't, when Haywood starts, it's a lot of more, I feel like a lot more ISO. Today, there's a lot of high pick and roll with Bam. Hero absolutely played w- really good with Bam. Something we haven't seen, like we've been seeing for the past couple of games, but usually we don't see that. And I just think with the rotations, like everyone, everyone's playing the role. It looks, it looks like Miami Heat basketball. Everyone's doing what their role is, and the offense is is thriving because of it.
1: Yeah, Jack, we talked. Like I said, we've been talking a little bit about it, um, and you know, so since since the the Terry acquisition, you know, it was very clearly going to be some. You know, not wanting to step on anyone's toes, trying to kind of get in, see how I fit in, how I can get to what it is that I do, while also, you know, highlighting what it is that you guys do here. It's come from a, a, you know, pretty lackluster and, um, you know, an organization that didn't have any expectations um, and has spoken highly about, you know, I respect this group and what you all do. So, you know, really coming in, not trying to step on anyone's toes. Right. And now you, you're a few games into it now. What is this like his sixth, maybe fifth game with the group. Um, And you have, is it okay. Okay. Yeah. And you have the, you have Jimmy, you know, very vocal about, Hey, I'll be the one to kind of make sure everyone kind of gets their touches. You know, we need you to, to kind of, you know, do the thing, do your thing. And in that, you know, there are a couple of conflicting schools of thought. Well, you know, him doing his thing, it's kind of similar to Tyler doing his thing. And they're not quite the exact same, but there's a decent amount of overlap. Can it work? Can it mesh? You know, have we seen a large enough chunk of Bam, Tyler, and Jimmy, you know, functioning well enough within their roles in a way that allows them to, you know, stretch it and get to as complete of the scope of things that they do well. But while, you know, partnered and while on the floor with you know the other two and I feel like over especially tonight and you know the last game Spoh's lineups have created a bit of space for the tandem of kind of Tyler and Bam to do their pick and roll thing and then for Jimmy with the bench to do the we're going to play out of the extended post we're going to play out of the short wing and you know kind of do some of those things Jablanka John Jablanka in the heat beat chat has a graph from PNB stats that just like literally just kind of shows the minutes and where they do and don't overlap. And I I wish I thought to, um, this was from last game. I wish I had thought to get it to um, Pablo a little bit sooner. I'd be super interested in what tonight's looked like, but it's, you know, Jimmy's the first sub out. Jaime's the first sub in. Jaime finishes the uh, first quarter um, kind of with the remaining five and then Jimmy kind of comes back with the rest of the bench. Tyler and Bam exit. Um, Tonight, Terry came back in with, like, Duncan and Bam, and you kind of finally got some of the Duncan, Bam, Terry men. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of people have been kind of clamoring for. And, you know, long story short, I just feel like it's created a bit of breathing room for, you know, the three-headed horsemen to um, more, in a more carefree manner, kind of go about the things that they need to do to help bring success to the collective. And, you know, I thought it, I thought it's been, you know, really nice. Um, And in that, and with that, I feel like Tyler has been, you know, really solid since, I don't know, the film session, since BAM's all player meeting, you know, just over the last kind of week of game, you know, maybe it's not his highest scoring stretch, but everything else to me feels more defined, and, and more purposeful, Jack, do you, how have you felt about, how'd you feel about Tyler tonight? And then how'd you feel about Tyler, you know, yesterday and again, kind of over the last, you know, three, four, five, maybe games?
3: Yeah, I, I've liked him and I, I guess particularly liked him tonight, you know, he's hitting shots. So that's nice. He was doing some things he doesn't normally do. That's nice. Um, I I think when the Terry trade happened, people kind of mm-hmm. rightfully, pinpointed tyler terry as a pair immediately as like the wonkiest yeah. fit both offensively little, and defensively. little head butting. yeah <laughs> yeah i i mean to to your point um specifically offensively like their games aren't radically different in terms of what they want to do with the ball and where they right. want to be in relation to the ball um I think it's kind of still hard to tell about anything Terry right now because mm-hmm. the balances are shifting so much. It's so clear. He's looking for where his spots are within the rhythm of the offense and like when he mm-hmm. needs to ISO, when he needs to be like, I'll bend the defense, distribute, etc. Um, But I think just his presence like takes a lot of pressure off Tyler and the question's just kind of, is Tyler going to accept – and like embrace what that allows him, even if it means like maybe taking away some of his other responsibilities. Um, Uh I think it means him scoring easier, which is nice. Um, Somebody in the chat was talking about kind of Terry finding more lanes to the basket, finding Bam on the short fade to get him jump shots. That's kind of really where I'm trying to, like that's what I'm looking at when I see Terry on offense, specifically with Bam on the floor is how they're relating and how yeah. often Terry's looking for him kind of anytime he initiates which I think like I would love that percentage to go up as much as possible cuz Tyler yeah. should or Terry should really be like I think ideally somebody who's there to open things up for Bam um but also with Jimmy I think when Jimmy has a larger role
0: all mm-hmm. of a sudden
3: all these other guys makes so much more sense i think because Mm -hmm. the hierarchy goes into place more because it's like tyler's not a number one guy but he can be your number two or three on any given night and bam so on and so forth and terry i think especially like because jimmy is one of the few guys who like really really pushes towards the rim and now you suddenly have like a second guy on the floor who can also apply rim pressure which is not super common in the jimmy heat era Mm-hmm. Um and it's not like Goron, but it's like in a very sliver of a sense kind of what they had with Goron in, just in terms of like just in terms of like a guard who has any interest in being near the rim or like attacking a defense um Jack I saw a dribble. tweet today
1: I saw a tweet today it said I hate to break it to you or something like that but Terry is more K-Nun than he is Goron. How do you feel about that?
3: <laughs> I mean, I think he is maybe, but like yeah. Goron was really good yeah. and Terry doesn't necessarily need to be Goron. He oh, just right. needs to be somewhere in between K-Nun and Goron. Like he's <laughs> K-Nun the <bottle>. Um <laughs> But I think just like, in a very obvious sense, like not even looking at like his past NBA tenure where he's proven that he's mm-hmm. not K Nun, where he's like mm-hmm. thrived on right. other teams. Right. And just looking at him day to day on the floor, I think just physically he transcends anything K Nun was as an athlete. And I think once I think the shots are going to start falling and that's going to be silly. I think if you look like at any part of the floor, Terry's better from there than k was like not a particularly great three point shooter, not that Terry is either, but like I would say markedly better. Um, and I just think at like bending a defense, you know, as he yes. says, rather than like attacking a bent defense, k wasn't like bending a defense, he was getting okay. little middies here and there, and it was hyper inefficient. But I'm like, <laughs> hater, so like, all right, <laughs> oh, yeah, fair, fair, that was a rough,
1: yeah.
3: offense.
1: It's super fair. To your point about, you know, the what he and Bam should kind of look like more, you know, I feel like that's why so much of the or at least what I've seen a lot on Twitter is this um clamoring, like I said, for Terry, Duncan, and Bam to spend more time together. Pablo, you have Duncan, who is, you know, Duncan's the gravity Duncan, the yeah. pocket passes, if he's coming off the handoff, he either has a shot, he has the pocket pass. He seems to be one of the guys, Tyler too, but that's from a more um, uh, state of like maneuverability off of the dribble. Um, But just from pure kind of just sucking a defense, just vacuuming a defense kind of in behind me. You know, you have Duncan and Bam and from Terry's athleticism and just his ability to probe and the herky-jerkiness. But sometimes he can get into like the ISO herky-jerk is like, uh, okay, you know, kind of let's move it. But sometimes when he has, you know, and intent behind it he is his start and stop um is really effective in kind of the middle of the half court and so you can get to the basket and so you know there in itself feel like there's space for terry bam to also kind of have you know like i said some chemistry tonight you know aside from the the shooting woes terry shot it's terry five, went five 15. for 15 two for seven from three um 13 points five assists Right, so, you know, adding tonight into it, how have you felt or what is it that you're looking for out of the, the Terry-Bam combo and, um, you know, just how they move with each other on the floor, kind of regardless if it's Tyler out there with them, also mm-hmm. Jimmy out there with them, like who else, you know, is there with them?
2: I just, because we saw last game how potent the pick and roll between Terry and Bam could be. Cause Terry, mm-hmm. I think yesterday was Terry's best game as a Heat. He was mm-hmm. he was hitting his shots. He was using Bam in the pick and roll great. He was hitting his step backs. His shots just haven't been falling. But I think he he gives great rim pressure off those screens. He's always looking to attack. But then when he does when he draws two, he can easily dish it down to Bam. Today mm-hmm. a little bit it was a little bit different because you have seven foot five Wimbanyama in the paint. So but when Wimbanyama was out. If it, it was yeah. hero abusing that that pick and roll with Bam, I feel like the same... It was that Terry was playing at the same time as when So, today, that pick and roll wasn't really as potent as it could be. But as, mm-hmm. as they get more reps, as Terry gets more practice, because I think he's already had, like, one or two practices, if we're being honest.
1: Right. He probably still hasn't. The one that was supposed to be a practice, I think that ended yeah. up being the film <laughs> session. So, he really might not have still.
2: So, like, once he gets the reps in with Bam, that... that he, I remember seeing there's a style out there that said Terry is one of the best pick and roll players in the league. Once yeah. once they get that chemistry together, that pick and that pick and roll between them two is gonna be deadly.
1: Yeah. So then how to Tyler, right? So since the like I said, the Terry acquisition for me of oh, we can, we're gonna touch on Jimmy, you know, his performance tonight and kind of how he's looked, you know, still since I feel like that that um Players only meeting, film session. I feel like collectively they've responded really, really well. But Tyler, specifically, Pablo,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, like I said to open, I feel like Tyler just feels much more kind of defined and what it is that he wants to do, what it is that he wants to get to. Um, there, there feels to be like a lot less wasted motion. Um, a lot less, a lot, you know, fewer wasted dribbles out of mm-hmm. Tyler tonight. And just, you know, not even tonight, like I said, in general and tonight, awesome game tonight, uh, 24 points, 10 of 15 shooting four of seven from three, seven assists, six rebounds. Like Tyler had a beautifully solid game tonight. Does this feel not even, does it feel sustainable? Cause I, you know, I would hope that your answer would be yes, but just, you know, give me your thoughts about Tyler tonight, I guess.
2: I think his shot selection has been a lot better since the meeting. You don't see him where? Here.
1: In what ways? Go ahead.
2: So I don't see him shooting those dumb fadeaways. Instead of driving yeah. to the paint, today he drove to the paint a lot more, and he was finishing. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if he he still couldn't draw fouls, but he was still finishing <laughs> over over with a little bit of contact. He wasn't shooting a fadeaway instead yep. of a instead of a layup. He was hitting his catch and shoot threes. As we've always said, he's uh, he's very good at just catching and shooting from beyond the arc instead of taking those moving threes he's he's playmaking he's he's actively looking to pass he's not passing off a double and then like getting a bailout he's he was actively looking to set up bam or set up someone else on the floor and i just Mm -hmm. i just that's what we need from hero we don't need him to force shots 10 of 15 probably isn't sustainable that's really good shooting but but the shots he's taking that's sustainable yeah. And that's what that's what I love about hero. That's what I loved about hero today.
1: You know, I agree. Um, Jackie talked about Jimmy and just the way that you know when he's engaged, um, that he just stratifies the whole rest of the roster. There's no ambiguity. There's no, um, or or if there is, it's it's a it's a confident assertion within what everyone else kind of knows that their role, I guess, should be. And, you know, since again, the film session, um, you know, Jimmy came out and said, well, Caleb came out and said, you know, you know, what was said needed to be said, right? Bam said, we came away with some clarity. We came away, you know, with an understanding, I guess, of what, what it is that we need from each other. Jimmy said that, you know, the guys had basically told me, you know, that I could be more, involved more aggressive more you know just kind of whatever word you want to use there <laughs> and Spo was asked about it and he just said I agree <laughs> so you know tonight last game I think I feel like since the Knicks game you know Jimmy you've you've been able to see an increase in his just engagement his activity his um his his level of like spryness he's kind of all over the floor today Um, I felt for me personally, today was probably my favorite game of, you know, the three Jimmy Bam Tyler, this felt like my favorite, um, most complete, we have a good grasp on what it is that we want to do type of game for you today. How did, you know, Jimmy modest game, I guess you can call it, you know, 17 points. He had triple double, 17 points, five of 12, uh, 11 rebounds, 11 assists only shot six free throws, you know, what is, not even what is it, but just the Jimmy being active, engaged, you know, doing the Jimmy things as we've seen, like I said, over the last few games tonight um, with Tyler and Bam having higher scoring games. um, How did Jimmy feel most effective to you tonight?
3: Yeah. I I mean, I think it's a few things. Um, Yeah. I think this is, to your point, um, the best, you know, three-headed dragon game from them. It Mostly because of Bam, I would say. Um, okay. But but on Jimmy, which, you know, they're directly related to each other. I, I think how Jimmy was helping tonight was different than how, I guess, he's traditionally helped. And I think you kind of see a glimpse of, you know, he's a lot older um, yeah. than... You know, he even when he's playing well, I think he looks a little bit older. Um, It's nice to see, I I guess, him take defense seriously, which is important (laughs) because I don't think this season he's always taken it seriously. Offensively, I think the big difference is just whether he's like just flat out involved in any way, shape or form, because he's just not a player who can kind of sit in the corner and hang out, which he by his right, you know, (laughs) has been doing. I think that just breaks the offense because it's, if he's doing that, you don't have to pay attention to him at all, which is very much unlike a lot of NBA players and especially a lot of NBA stars who can kind of maybe take plays and stretches off more easily. Um, But defensively, I think everything kind of flowed from there. You know, he was being, just a troll with the with the steals i think just in general he was a lot more active um in terms of like drawing that push off and just like you know kind of getting all up in the muck and i think with that it allows him to push more you know he'll have the ball in transition more and that's where i think he like works really well as a distributor and i think we kind of saw that um you know when his ball is in the hand in his when the ball is in his hands and he's running down the floor, I just think it changes the shape of the defense in a way that like not another player does. Um, mm. and it also helps because I don't know, our best play in my mind is like Jimmy Bam PRs or like just anything where Jimmy is looking for Bam, because I think Jimmy's an exceptional passer and bam. I think is a much better like roller and a much better like off ball, like shot creator than maybe we've seen in the past because yeah. we traditionally haven't had people to get the ball to him. So I, I, I just think in general, it doesn't feel like Jimmy's overpassing as sometimes he has in the past. Like maybe yeah. you look at like an 11 assist night, was it 10 assists or 11 assists? Yeah. 11,
1: 11.
4: Um,
3: 11 assist night. And maybe you say like, Oh, Jimmy's doing that thing where he goes at the rim and then swings <laughs> it out to a three point shooter for no reason. And the three point yeah. shooter is somebody who shoots like 32% from three. He wasn't yeah. doing that. I just felt like he was involved. Even if I don't know if like his usage would look like super high from tonight. I just felt like he was moving a little bit more on both yeah. ends. And that just like makes the offense feel a little bit more kinetic.
1: You're talking about, you know, his early season proclivity to just kind of kick it in the corner and just like, y'all got it, Tyler Bams. This is yeah. gonna be y'all shit for two years. You do the things. um Not even looking now, at the basket. Yeah, just like very much like no girl. <laughs> Don't. He no, just puts it, it up right there.
3: there. He's just chilling. There. Hands in his pockets. Just <laughs> yeah.
1: Bad bitch posing on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> um but. You know, since again, whatever the fuck happened in that players meeting, but just the the and is what we're in February. Now it's ramp up time anyway. Approaching all star break. You know, it's Jimmy, you know, knocking Tiff. Uh, <laughs> Tiff had a great analogy. She said Jimmy is like, you know, that classic car that you just have stowed away kind of in your garage. You don't drive her much, you know, but like, you know, she's there for you. But when you go to start it up, you gotta give it time. You gotta let it warm up. You know, <laughs> treat it right. But in the meantime, you're gonna have to ride that uh, that minivan. Like the the family car is gonna have to get some usage, Bam and Tyler, while we let you know the the old school caddy kind of warm up. So, but now, right? So you're seeing him kind of in the corner, and he's, I think, all of the season though, like, eh, he's been willing to shoot the three. Um, what feels you know, like he feels much more willing to shoot it than we have seen him before, or maybe you know that that could just be my perception or, or my observations of it. Um, but with regards to just, you know just his activity, just his, his energy level, yeah. When when Jimmy feels you know there, you know very obvious to stay. But when Jimmy is alive and and, and going, you just again you just see kind of everything else kind of sort itself out. And you're talking about Jimmy Van pick and rolls. Uh, Jimmy is the most, I'm going to reject this screen possible. Like, I've been tweeting about it for a while. Jimmy will call the screen up, give you a fake off of it, and just he's rejecting it baseline. If you send him, like, a sideline pick and roll, sending him baseline, he's going to reject it to the middle. And I'm like, Jimmy, what are we trying to accomplish here? Because in the Clippers game, he rejected the screen, thinking he was going to get, like, Kawhi and James Harden to bite on him so that he had the dump off to bam. And it didn't happen like James just split the middle beautifully. I'm like, Jimmy, what are we trying to accomplish here? (laughs) Um, but just like, even in that, I don't know, just, just his, just involvement period, um, feels very, you know, very relieving. His process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna come to you in a second, Pablo, Jack, you mentioned something, you know, someone that I want to make sure we get, you know, a lot of love to you said tonight felt like, you know, probably the most complete, uh, three-headed game for you, and that was mostly because of Bam. What did you see out of Bam tonight? Why do you feel like he was the straw that stirred, you know, the three-headed juice?
3: Um, I'm going to invoke Alf here because <laughs> I I think more, oh, more and this more – This could go so many ways. <laughs> more and more, I, I, I think I've come around to Bam is skating. Like, every time I, – I, I tune into <laughs> – these post games i and it's not y'all like y'all hold bam accountable or whatever but i mean in general people are Fair. hesitant to criticize bam i think this year maybe because he's gotten yep. a lot of unfair criticism in the past i'm a huge bam fam i love bam it's my favorite player i just think he's been so <laughs> annoying like he's Fair. coming back from injury and like I, I, I really you know can't say how he's feeling or whatever. Um But you know, he's been slumping pretty hard in a way that he really can't do if he wants mm-hmm. to be the guy who everybody thinks he is and he attests to wanting to be and whatever and it's just the oldest like most hack thing in the book from a heat fan, but it's like, it's nice to see him be aggressive. And like, I feel like early in the season and it was largely because Jimmy was chilling um, and he was maybe healthier and whatever. um, Bam had an attitude about the way he approached offense. um, That was very different than I'd seen from him before. And if the, shot was going off the back rim a couple times in a row he would like just really put his shoulder down (laughs) just in like a really aggressive way where he wouldn't be like okay now I'm gonna do like DHOs for the rest of the game and just kind of like step back he would be like Uh no I'm a good enough offensive player a good enough scorer in particular to be like if I'm not getting my shots here I should still be looking for my shot in general and me going for over oh, for two, over oh, three. And like, it doesn't seem like that free throw range jumper is falling. Like we just don't have the type of team where, and he's not the type of player I think where um, you want to see him distributing as much as he has, or just like, I don't know, just kind of roaming as much as he has. Yeah, and and just, he's super effective when he doesn't score. It's just like you also want to see him score. You want to right. see him, I would say, pretty neck and neck with Tyler in terms of yes. shot attempts on any given night. Usually I, I want so. to see it a little higher. But like when Tyler's playing Agreed. like this, you know, Tyler right. can do whatever he wants.
1: <laughs> Pablo, tonight, offensively, let's talk a little bit about, you know, We've Given kind of the, the overview of the of the casting characters for the night, offensively, process-wise, how did you feel? You we were in the group chat, and he's like, we just suck and just can't make shots. <laughs> but did you feel um, a particular level of, like, comfort or confidence in the way in which the shots were coming and we just weren't hitting them? Or did you uh, find yourself maybe having issues, period, with just how we were going about shots and maybe feeling like we were looking up? lucking up into open
2: looks no i think we were creating the right amount of space like i said before the hero bam pick and roll was working it was was working wonders in the beginning as hero had seven assists and i think five of them were just to bam Mm -hmm. So like they they were those two scored our first 18 out of 22 points of open shots open layups they were they were getting to the basket and then we were shooting like crap from three just because we couldn't hit them, but we were shooting open shots. We weren't forcing threes. And that's what I loved about the process. It would look, it looked smooth. It it looked like we knew how to move the ball around and.
1: Collectively 12, 12 for 38 from three. Uh, Kevin love beautiful looks gave you two for six. Um, Duncan one for six. Jay rich who has been shooting well as of late mm -hmm. one for four.
2: So like we're get, we're getting the looks. We're creating the looks we just weren't hitting. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I I'm not okay with taking fadeaway threes when there's nothing on this sh- like like 10 <laughs> seconds to the shot clock. That's yeah. that's bad offensive process. But if you're getting the open looks and they're, d- they're not going in, they're they're eventually going to knock down. So the the offense for me looked great today and the defense was was even better.
1: Was it tell me why, why was it why did you what did you like about the group defensively today?
2: I think the zone was good. I mean, outside of just Wemby being Wemby, like there's not much you can do about that, but they were they were they had' the zone was doing its job. They were shooting threes and they weren't knocking down threes. They were forcing Vassell to take tough shots. It, it, they looked scrappy,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: that's that's something we haven't we we've been seeing lately, but throughout the whole year, we haven't seen something in that heat team. we haven't seen. scrappiness and today there was a little bit of dog in them today
1: yeah we went 12 for 38 from three they went 12 for 37 and even in that i find myself and this is just me like i'm like a defensive hard ass like even those 12 that they like even though they missed 25 like those 12 stressed me out because they have been like the corner threes that we've been you know leaving open since the since Norman Powell kicked our ass in the Clippers game, like two Clippers games ago. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, on the whole, tonight and, again, over the last few games, uh, the defensive activity and, like, the urgency on defense has felt, you know, kind of night and day from where it was in the beginning of the season, Jack. They've been um, a lot more diligent and kind of doing their work before. Like a lot of their pre-rotations have been there and have been better. Uh, Lou Saucy Takes called it out last night um, in the Orlando game that our help at the nail has been much better and much more pronounced. And then I kind of piggyback off of that in that the, the help is – everyone is kind of where they know the help will be needed earlier like, before it's needed, and then we're recovering out. We're not, you know, out on a three, then trying to, like, matador or lay a dig with mm-hmm. a guy that's already kind of got a full head of sting. Caleb had a, a really solid possession of, of it. I don't know who was beat off the dribble, kind of coming from the right side, going left, going middle. And whoever that they had beat, they pretty much had them on their hip, and they probably could have gotten a bit deeper in the paint. Caleb came and just showed himself, like, very – Firm, like really pronounced thwarted the whole dribble. Um, I think do ended up taking taking a pull up. so just you know their their defensive energy and awareness um, has felt, like I said kind of night and day from from what it was. Has there been anything, you know we talked about kind of the lineup rotations? Have you noticed Jack, anything specific um, defensively where you felt like? it's led to uh what feels like Miami heat defense or has it you know been as simple as uh an uptick in in effort and energy
3: um maybe i'm being a hard ass but i i mm-hmm. i would say i don't feel like it's miami heat defense yet i, I agree think okay. it's weaker than in past <laughs> seasons
0: <laughs> okay. but i think what's yeah. good
3: is i i i think k love um you know, he's not the flashiest defender. He's not even, like, a right. good defender. But, like, he, he ro- rotates really intelligently. He's a of, smart defender. I mean, exactly. Him. He's, like, he's he a really smart defender, and he's really, yeah. like, he's a big body
1: mm-hmm.
3: when they don't have many big bodies. And, and that's nice sometimes. And and I think you saw some plays where it's, like, you know, Wemby had them maybe in, like, a two-on-one, like, two-on-three kind of thing. Like, slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> break and he like passes it ahead to like Kelton Johnson or Vassell or whatever. And like love has already been there for like two seconds at that point. Like (laughs) he's anticipated it. He, he's done the good thing. He just gets the chest up on him. And I think um, to your point, like Caleb Martin's doing the exact same thing. Like it's been a very disciplined, like smart defensive game from Caleb Martin. I think, All of these things, including kind of what we talked about earlier with like Jimmy trying harder on defense, which obviously just changes everything. And suddenly you like understand why Jimmy and Bam have been one of the most successful playoff duos in the NBA is because when they're both doing their shit and they're on the floor together, it's really scary no matter who the other guys are. And when the other guys are even like passable, which I think like. Jay rich has been more disciplined. Caleb's been really good. Caleb has been doing his job. Tyler, I think is Tyler, but I think he's been a lot better. Um, I think he's really slipped definitely during that losing streak. I felt like where we had seen a lot of defensive improvement, he had been kind of a disaster, but like the whole team had, so you can't really like single him out. Um, I think in general, like everybody's more disciplined, everybody's just more bought in um, and, and kind of like you said, it's February. So it's like time to gear up. They yeah. don't want to be hovering around 500. They don't want to be a play in team again. So like, it'll be interesting to see how this defense looks against, you know, not like the worst team in the NBA, but like they have the Celtics coming to Miami. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Cause you know, that's a good team and they really took them apart last time.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You We're, you know, still in this um and what's a, a, a pretty staunch gauntlet of games. Right. They yeah. have, like you said, what is it? It's Boston. Yeah, Milwaukee. Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly, and then we have the break. And you're coming right back. You got New Orleans who's been playing, you know, good ball, the Kings and all of this. So, you know, just – Now's the time, and and Spoh kind of alluded to it a little bit too about uh, who was it who was it that asked him about his rotations. Um, damn, I wish I, I wish I remember who it was. It might have who are the locked on guys, Ramel and
2: West, right?
3: I think West Goldberg. Yeah,
1: West. It might not have, but I, I think it was West. You know, just asked him about his rotations, and Spo was like, you know, you can look at it one of two ways. Either, I forget what the second one was because I was very much aligned with the first one in that, um, you know, maybe it's a little unfortunate that we've had to. Wes, who doesn't do his job and post the Tyler fits. Yeah, shout out to whoever's on the Heat Beat account right now. We've been asking Wes to post the Tyler fit from yesterday because I don't know what he looked like yesterday, but apparently it was a hot topic. <laughs> um, Blue's character. Yeah, do your job, Wes Goldberg. We appreciate you, but be better. Um, but Spo basically was like, you know, you could look at it from this stance of it's a little bit unfortunate that we've had to, you know, kind of begin to get into what will probably be our playoff rotations. Still, a, a, not early in the season, but probably a bit sooner than than they would have liked. But for everything that's kind of gone on with this group, um, they they've needed a little bit of a fire, a little bit of uh, a kick in the ass, and um, it seems as if, you know, we're turning a corner. And that is my hope. <laughs> um we're going to close out here shortly, but I I really the the lineups and just you know, coming into what feels like this is how we're going to have to play basketball if we, you know, want to win and gain ground, which we're in <laughs> we have to be gaining ground right now. Like I think we're tied with Orlando for 7th. There's nothing Um, You know, there's there's not really a a lot of days off. Um, Pablo, can you throw that graphic up for me really quick? And then we're going to head out. I just think this is so this is again, this is from last game. Um, And this is from PNB stats. So Caleb, Jimmy, Bam, Tyler, Terry. That's who started the game. So when Tyler come or when Jimmy came out, Jaime is who ends up coming in for him. Jaime plays like kind of this whole stretch. And then you can see where kind of that hockey rotation pattern that, that Bam uh, that Spo did last game happened. You had Caleb Bam, Tyler, Terry, um, you know, three of them, four of them come out. You still have Jimmy and Jaime in, but now you have this whole fresh kind of battalion of Josh, Kevin, and Duncan. And Josh, Kevin, Duncan, Jaime, Jimmy probably wanna play a little bit different than the Tyler Bam centered lineup so that that lineup can, you know, Tyler Bam can do their pick and roll thing. And I I just thought this, it was a really, this is a really cool visualization of where there's been overlap, where there hasn't been um, that that the first quarter you got, you know, no Jimmy Tyler overlap. It's probably for the best of both of their respective groups. Um, And then, yeah, you know, I just, I wanted to take a quick look at this. And like I said, fourth quarter, um uh, Jimmy has been starting fourth quarters as of late, whereas, you know, historically, Jimmy would sit kind of into like the eighth to sixth minute mark. And I know people have had issues with that, like, hey, you know, let's get Jimmy in here sooner. Um, and so, yeah, as you can, you can take it off. It's just, you know, the guys are doing what what needs to be done. Spo is is ratcheting up his things and they're about to walk into you know, a really kind of telling stretch of basketball. You know, are these things that are going to stick? Are these just, you know, doing good things against subpar teams? Um,
2: we still don't have a statement win.
1: Still don't have a statement win. Let Twitter tell it, and I, I'm pretty sure that I agree because I can't recall it off the top. The Clippers game would have been, you know, statement <laughs> a, a statement win. Um, you know, Jack, going ahead and, and getting out of here, what is it that you – hope to see most out of this Boston game. Um Kings was the best win, sure. Um Jack, what is it that you're that you're hoping to see uh out of this nationally televised Boston game in in 4 days? Oh, that's a good little break too. We have like a little a yeah. few days off. Terry that's can important. practice.
3: Terry can <laughs> practice. <laughs> that's
1: important. I mean, I just
3: want to see good process. I I yeah. I don't I don't super care if they win or lose. I would love a win. Um, I, cause I just don't know if they're going to shoot well, but like, that's all fine and good. I want to see the rotations and like the zone and whatever they throw at them, like kind of hold up against a really, really good team that has a lot of size and that Mm
1: -hmm.
3: has a lot of different things to throw at you. And
1: and Boston's got like functional size too. Like it's not just really size for the size. sake of being. Really, <laughs> really they got Tillman
3: size. now, and it just got and they got Tillman.
0: Yeah, I like him, too.
3: <laughs> I like him too. I <laughs> yeah. Insane. I texted G as soon as I saw that. I was like, I can't believe this. Um, yeah, I, I and offensively, I want to see them not look lost. Like I want to see yeah. them look like a team that conceivably, when the shots are falling. And when Jimmy's in playoff mode, and when everybody's doing their thing in the playoffs, that conceivably could compete with this Boston team. They don't need to win this one. They just need to like look like they can possibly do things against yeah. their defense. That's really what I want to see. Like, I, I want to see Terry with four days rest kind of look like a new player within the mm-hmm. offense, just in mm-hmm. terms of like, I want him to look like he belongs a little bit more, which... I think it's understandable why he hasn't always looked like that so far. Um, I want to see Tyler continue to play smart. I want to see Bam. I wanna see Bam like really go at some guys because we know Jimmy can do it. And I really want to see Bam kind of dominate some of this size because I think he can. They got really good functional size, and none of those matchups are easy. But Bam is the best player in either front court. So I want to see it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Pablo, you were thinking defensive. about
3: that. You were you were thinking about whether Bam was the best player in either frontcourt
1: <laughs> I had to think of like who the listen, I am a Christoph Porzingis fan. Um, but yes, Bam is the best player of the frontcourt Um, I do really like KP though. I wanted KP and I people believe
2: it would have been good. next to Bam, anything.
1: just like I was told, Larry Markinen wouldn't have done anything. Gianni, I just, anywho. <laughs> Pablo, defensively, um, what is it that you want to see against Boston, and then give me what you want to see offensively, and we're gonna get out of here.
2: I want to see them bump bodies. I want to see them play play defense with aggressiveness, like go after yeah. steals, be uh, be scrappy. I just I want I want to see like at least the best defensive heat we've seen so far. I want to see them. I want to see be this game be like the best defensive showing we've had because it is Boston. They smacked us the last time we played by 30 at our house, <laughs> so they should yeah. they should think about that and like and just go at them. I, I want to see I don't know if I want to see too much of the zone since Boston shoots really good from three. I would like to see more, of, let's say a hard hedging, switches, man-to-man. That's what I really want to see from the Heat. And then when it comes to offense, the same process from the past couple of games. I want to see Hero, not take bad shots i want to see him continue to take those open threes he's getting to continue to play make bam to be aggressive jimmy to keep doing what he's doing just be jimmy and like and the rest of the team they know their role and just gotta hit shots and if we can't hit shots at least go to the paint and draw fouls
1: yeah yeah if we can't hit shots let's muddy this thing up <laughs> um but i'm with the both of you guys uh we are going to go ahead and get out of here pablo the intern i super appreciate you jack always a pleasure um those of you watching we love you we appreciate you if you are watching on twitch in the chat it's always a great time if you are um, watching the youtube uh playback that's a fantastic time also we appreciate you and if you are watching on the go in any of your podcast apps we super love you that's where the coin comes (laughs) shout out to y'all (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah we're going to go ahead and get out of here. I want to see all of those things also. And you know, hopefully the next time we 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 bring a post game to you, it's following a, a statement win. Yep. So we're going to get out of here. Love you guys. Peace.